Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of... Explain it slowly. Cool. Um, so, lately you've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube. YouTube. That's how my dad says YouTube. <laughs> it's a, it's a very French. YouTube. YouTube. And, and there's a lot of like AI stuff. Uh-huh. And there, there's, they talk about like neural network stuff. Uh-huh. What's a neural network? Well, it's this thing that we have in our heads um called a brain that's essentially what a neural network is uh we we all have one so like that obviously means we all understand it right it's like asking someone to explain how english works like you can you can speak it properly and fine but explaining how do you build a neural network then okay fine um (laughs) so i i'm only half kidding when i say that it's kind of like what we have in our brains because it's very na- analogous to it. So uh, think of it this way. You have this thing called a neuron, right? Um, and in for, for uh, like in biology sense, a neuron is a special cell. It has like a, a, a main area and then it has all these dendrites and synapses that are connecting uh, to other parts of things, namely other neurons, right? And that all makes up a network of these cells that are all connected. That makes sense? So uh, we use that analogy to build something called a neural network in computing where each neuron is a node and it does one thing. So one might take multiple numbers and multiply them together. Another one might uh, add two things together. A third might uh, do a two-dimensional matrix-like multiplication. Um, so you can have all these different mathematical operations and they have inputs and outputs. And given the shape of your neural network, meaning you have one of these operations that feeds into another one or two others or three others, that builds up the neural network itself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you can think of it like a very complicated math function where you have lots of inputs and each input uh, gets transformed in a certain way uh, to, and it gets transformed multiple times to reach a given set of outputs. Now, the only thing that's special about these neural networks and why we don't just call them math functions um, is because what we're multiplying them by or what we're adding to the input um, starts off as random. So and the interesting part of AI is that it seemingly learns over time. It gets better, right? Um, And this is because we start with uh, a sufficiently complex neural network. So we already decide ahead of time, okay, we want to multiply two things here. We don't know what we want to multiply them by, but we want to multiply them and then combine them uh, and then split them off into two other uh, things and arrive at an output. Say that's my neural network, okay? Um, But that was intentionally vague because I don't know what I'm multiplying by. I don't know what I'm dividing by. I don't know how I'm splitting things. All of those parameters are uh, things that we can tweak. Um, And the neural network will start off with completely random values. And we will try to teach our neural network sufficiently such that it can arrive at values that always get us what we want as an output. So given a set of inputs, we want to approximate a set of outputs and it will learn to do that by figuring out what these random values are. Does that make sense? Okay, so you always talk about, like, 
values and input. And to me, that is associated with like doing some sort of like math calculation. Mm -hmm. Is that what this neural network is doing? Like, I'm not sure what I want. Kind of. Okay, so let's think of a concrete example, okay? Um, most of the simplest neural networks can be tied to simple video games, okay? For simple video games, you are looking at a screen and you control a character, right? Yeah. And you doing something will end up with the right outcome happening. Like, for instance, uh, in Tetris... You navigating the block that's coming down mm-hmm. will clear a line. Does yeah. that make sense? Um, so if we wanted to design an AI that can beat Tetris, okay, we need to determine what the inputs are. Like what can the AI know about the world that it's looking at? It might be interested in knowing what kind of piece it has, uh-huh. whether Position. it's the, whether it's the block, whether it's the line, whether it's a T, whether it's the squiggly or the uh-huh. the S in one direction or another. It's rotation. And what the blocks underneath look like. Does that make sense? Um, And then, in terms of output, what the AI needs to do is press buttons on the controller. It needs to say, okay, I want to turn, I want to go right, I want to go right, I want to go left, I want to go left. Isn't that an input, though? Because It's an input to the video game, but it's an output from the AI. The video game's output is the AI's input. Think of it as you playing. Yeah. Like, we are looking at the screen, Uh so that's an input into us. And our output is pressing the buttons, okay. which is an input into the game. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we have this loop, basically. We look at the screen. We decide something. And then we decide, okay, we're going to press left, left, rotate. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and that's what we want the AI to do. So we need to show the AI, okay, in this situation, you need to do this. And if you do this, you're going to get the good outcome. The good outcome being you clear the line. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. If you do something else and you end up adding a brick, that's the bad outcome, meaning you ended up one, a few blocks higher than you were and closer to doom. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we need to come up with a bunch of examples of, okay, in this situation, you move right, you move right, you press A. And that's good. And a bunch of bad examples of, oh, if you went left, you went left and you press B, that that ended up poorly. So then the AI can go ahead and tune whatever its network looks like. So this in this case, it'd be a very simple network. You'd have a neuron for each button at the very end. And at the start, you'd have a neuron for everything that it's interested in. The piece, like which piece it is, what its rotation is. And what perhaps what the blocks at the bottom look like. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And you need to tie those together. You can have intermediate neurons if you want. Like that's up to you as the designer of this AI. You decide how many things are in between. The more things, the more complicated. The fewer things, the dumber it is basically. Um, and just by deciding what's there, now it comes down to train it. So now you want to end up with Okay, in this situation, we cleared the line. That was good. So you need to, you, the AI, need to randomly pick values for every one of your neurons, like random numbers between 0 and 1, to multiply the input and then end up at an output that ends up being left button got pressed. Meaning, and what I mean by that is, if you look at all the output neurons, the left button has a high probability, like 0.9, 
and all the other buttons have a low priority of like 0.2. Why do you need to pick from 0 to 9 a random number to then multiply it to your... Because you need to think of the problem in terms of numbers in some capacity. For the biological version of this, like how our brains work, this is an electrical potential. Is the neuron going to fire or not, basically? Does that make sense? So, so it's depending not quite... On, so depending on what value you initially start with, you're not going to get the... The end that you want. The end that you want. So then it's just trial and error until you actually hit it. Exactly. So that's what training an AI is, is a but bunch of trial though... and error until you get the results that you want. But even though you know what the result is, you can't just put that in there and say, like, this is the result. Instead of, like, here's a bunch of trial and error until you get to the result. Well, because you wanted to learn from your situations, but you also wanted to do well in situations that you never showed it. Okay. So you needed to figure out what was special about the things that you did. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, why did you decide to move the block over to the right? And all of that, like, being able to figure out, figure out, let's say, a solution to a problem that you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. You're not the one, like, coding that. No, not at all. I'm not writing so a single if statement that says, like, oh, if the block is over here, then we want to rotate it. So how is it able to figure that out if you're not, like, giving it all the possibilities that it could encounter? Mm -hmm. Well, it's a bunch of statistics. Um, now, Tetris might be, like, a complicated example, like, in terms of, like, what to do in that situation, uh, but we can think of much simpler ones. For instance, if you have a little toy car, and the- Well, well, I guess I'm, I'm a bit confused, because, like, in programming, mm -hmm. when you want, when you have specific cases that you want to check for- Yeah. In this case is all of our- what is it? Our our solutions, right? Mm -hmm. If you have certain cases you want to check for, you would say, if it's this case, do this. If it's this case, do this. Otherwise, do this other alternative solution that covers the entirety of the thing that you didn't uh, account for. Mm -hmm. But if for this AI thing to work, like for this AI thing, if you're not telling it to do that, how does it figure out to do that? Well, it figures it out by trying to match the outcome that you want it to get to, to a very simple mathematical formula. So uh, I, I'm trying to think of, a, of an even dumber uh, kind of example to give. Um, and like one that I can think of is imagine you have a little toy car, it can go right, left and forward, mm -hmm. and you want it to arrive at one of three exits. And only one of the exits has a nice piece of sugar to reward the, reward the toy car with. Does that make sense? It's arbitrary, like, what that is. But we tell the, we basically save the AI versions that get to the sugar, and we get rid of all the rest. So if, if the AI did not end up at the sugar, we throw out those random numbers that were picked for every neuron. Okay. And if it did get to the sugar, we keep those, and then we modify them slightly. Instead of 0 0.95, it's 0 0.94. Does that do better? Does that get to the sugar in more situations? Or does it get further from the sugar? Does that make sense? Kind of. So that's the whole point is we are trying to fit um, a pattern that doesn't exist yet. And we want the 
computer to figure it out what those numbers are. And all the computer's doing is trying different combinations until it gets the results that we wanted, that we outlined. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So in a way, we don't really know how the AI works. All we know is that it gets us the result and... But you have to know how it works to a certain extent to be able to give it the right input to get the output, right? Yeah, so for a very simple neural network where you only have like input nodes and output nodes and then just a few numbers, you could probably figure that out mathematically what the most optimal solution is. So this whole AI neural network thing, it's magic. But, But there's like a, I guess like a... A formula that you kind of just need to plug in at certain points and then you just know that it will work. Yeah, so think think of it this way. You have a, a mathematical function, okay? For one, you get two. For two, you get four. For three, you get nine. All of a sudden, we see a pattern there because we studied math, right? Mm-hmm. But um, an AI that just has a few, like two neural network and two neurons, an input and an output, it doesn't necessarily know how to get from input to output. And it could fail every time if all you give it is like, hey, the output is just taking the input and adding one, it will never get the solution we want, correct? Because we, you saw the pattern, it's an exponential, like curve. Mm-hmm. So we, whoever's designing the AI, needs to give it enough tools to be able to figure out that hey this looks like an exponential curve so you need to have a neuron in there that does exponents right Mm -hmm. or you have multiple neurons like you don't just have the input and the output you have one in between that can do multiplication and then maybe you have something that's sufficiently complex that given an input you say one two two four three nine and you say four it might give you 15.9. Like, it's just approximating the very simple, like, mathematical equation that we gave it. But it guessed that that would be the case. Does that make sense? Based on we just trying random numbers and it getting pretty close to the results that we wanted. And therefore, it built an approximation of x to the power of, or, yeah, n to the power of x. n to the power of 2. I mean, blah. So it's it's very much we are not really understanding what it's doing once the model is sufficiently large. Like if you have 10 neurons in between to do an exponent, you're not going to understand why it picked the numbers that it picked to give can, you an exponential curve. Right? Can we use a different term for neuron? What's another term for that? Because I'm associating it with something that's magical that we don't understand mm-hmm. to trying to turn it into code so is a neuron like a function it's a function yeah okay it's a function it has uh however many inputs are connecting to it that's the number of arguments okay and however many things it needs to communicate with those are the outputs okay the return values and the definition of the function is half known at at like whoever's the author of the ai so, for instance, if it has three inputs, A, B, and C, and two outputs, D and E, then we know that we're going to combine A and B by multiplying them by a given constant, which we are going to figure out, we'll call N, and then we're going to multiply B and C by M, 
and that's going to give us our two outputs. We didn't pick N and M. We just said that, hey, we're going to multiply them like this. And then it's a job of the software that's training the AI to try an N and try an M and see if those values get us the result that we want. So yeah, it's it's very hard to understand how these much more complex neural networks work at the end of the day because no one does. Well, they're very very complicated. So you <laughs> have to you have to study it. It's like studying the laws of physics at that point. Does that make sense? Or studying biology yeah. even is we don't really know how brains work, but we can study how they behave, yeah. right? And you can study how a neural network behaves. Like you give it an input and you get an output. Oh, interesting. You give it a slightly different input, you get a wildly different output. Okay, that slightly different input was significant. So I guess uh, as as our world starts ending up with more and more of these AIs, um, I guess appreciate them a little because they they end up being quite surprisingly complex for what they are. At the end of the day, they're just a bunch of math functions, right? But because they've been tweaked in just the right way, they end up giving us these very magical results as a result of that. For, and like from simple things like a, an AI being able to beat Mario to uh, an AI being able to paint uh, pictures that have never been painted before, right? Um, and all of that is possible with this, v- these very same building blocks. It's just how many building blocks do you have? Do you have just a few or do you have thousands of them if you have thousands of them then you're able to do really crazy things right and it's almost analogous to hey the little fly that's buzzing around the room has a few hundred to a thousand connections of neurons right it's able to do quite surprising things um and then you look at our brains and you just raise that up to a few uh levels of magnitude and we're able to do vastly more uh exciting things right so one day computers are going to catch up uh, and they'll be able to do really cool things as a result of that. So uh, we just need to need to need to be patient with them once once they get here, I guess. Sounds good. They're going to take over the world. Hopefully one they'll day, take care of us. It's going to replace me here and have a deep AI discussion with you <laughs> more than what I'm capable of. Or maybe it'll replace me and I'll be able to explain it in a way that makes more sense. It'll dumb it down for me. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.